Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Okay. Today's cocktail is called a Virgo Cuervo. What you need are cucumbers, rosemary, tequila, I prefer Casamigos, and some club soda. So first what you want to do is with a vegetable peeler, you're going to cut long strips of the cucumber. Then you're going to strip the leaves, the leaf, strip the leaves off the rosemary sprig. Then you're going to layer the cucumber onto itself, creating a sort of wave. If you look it up, you'll see a picture. It looks really cute, really cute. Stick the rosemary sprig throughout the middle and fan out. And then four, you're going to place your garnish into a glass, add tequila and add the club soda. Enjoy. Virgo Cuervo. That sounds like a strong ass drink. It really does. Any alcohol based beverage with just club soda. I'd be like, can we add a little splash of cranberry or something? Add some lemonade and some simple syrup because, bitch, I'm going to die. I need something to sweeten that shit up. I can't do it. If I'm drinking that, I had a long day. Do y'all ever smell tequila and it's just like, damn, bitch. That's how it just just well, we already did the cocktail. So, welcome back to Cocktails or Discussions, you guys. Hey, y'all. We got tequila slapping us in our nostrils. Whew. It's about to slap the back of this throat. I hope it slaps the back of this back. My back fucking hurts. All I was doing was playing with little Walker, and he jumped up too much. I, I hadn't stretched. Pulled a muscle again. Last time it was fun that I pulled this muscle, or whatever the fuck The activity is. was fun. Yeah, this time it was like I was picking up a fucking four-year-old. That's not fun. Oh. I mean, I love my little walker, but. I tell uh, you, our our bones are getting old and brittle. The bones, the muscles, my nerves, all of it is Mm -hmm. bad. He was like, how old are you turning? Because his mom told him I have a birthday coming up. And he was like, this many? I said, that looks like 45, (laughs) bitch. Don't. Well, I ain't call him a bitch, but don't try and fucking play me. No, I'm not turning 45. He's like, I'm just playing 15. Yes. 15 it is. Exactly. I'll take that to be 15 again. I don't really want to be 15. I'm just that saying. That was my favorite like, age. Like you- the purity of my body and my knees didn't crack. I was fucking this weekend. I heard my whole knee shit. You know, I, I fucked up my left knee and wow. I literally, I, I was turning to go run somewhere, not even run, just swiftly walking. The rest of my body didn't turn. You could literally oh. hear my knee go. It sounded like somebody was just snapping little rib cages open. And I was like, ah, we just looked at each other like, ah. oh, it, it was loud. Like it was very loud. Like both of us, you know, you just hear something weird and you just kind of look at each other like, is that your knee? We don't need to talk about it. It was my knee. I hate when that happens. Keep or when you're a little hungry. and Or when you just drink some liquid and you can hear it sloshing around in your belly. Yeah, like I didn't have any food today, but I did drink lots of water and now it's just like a canteen. <laughs> it's like a big old camel satchel. I will never forget. I was with Fine Ass Marcus. Um, I won't say his last name so I shouldn't have said that. But I was with him and I was like cuddling with him. We're laying on the couch watching TV. I think... 
Maybe I was sitting up. Maybe he was laying down. I don't know. My stomach started fucking growling and making noises. I was so embarrassed. He's like, are you okay? Are you hungry? I was like, mm-mm. And I didn't realize he could hear it. And then it just kept getting loud. You hungry? You hungry? They're like, hey, I got some food. You hungry? But really, it was like, I didn't want to eat because I just felt like it was going to be too much. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be bloated later. Like, I had been drunk the night before, which is why I was feeling that way that day. It was just a mess. I'm still embarrassed about that. And that was over 10 years ago. Do you ever suffer from embarrassment like that? Like certain things that just last for decades? I should not be embarrassed about some shit Do that happened I w- in college. Nigga, I still be embarrassed from things that happened in elementary school. Like I get, I think about it too hard and I'm embarrassed all over again like as if everyone knows what happened. Yeah, and it's just like everybody's looking at you but nobody's looking at you. They might be looking at you like why is she being so weird like nothing happening. You can just see a wave of like embarrassment fall over but nothing literally happened right now. I thought I was the only one who did that. I was well, having FaceTime sex one time. Uh-huh. This is actually recently and I'm embarrassed even telling the story and I was laying down and had the camera like sat up like right in front of me and I laid down and put my legs in the air mm-hmm. and started like trying to like do like this how the strippers do on the stage. Girl and farted. <gasps> I was like I was like oh my god. Did you pretend like you like hit something? On I your just bed? looked. I put my legs in. And I looked, and he didn't even hear it. <laughs> I was like, I was so embarrassed. I don't know if he didn't hear it or if he heard it and tried to act like he didn't hear it. Uh huh. I it, nothing. It was just like. <laughs> I haven't tried that one, but I feel like that would happen to me. I feel for you. That's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's like probably worse the way you feel inside than anybody else would ever think of something like that. Damn. Yeah. So wait, how did you hold the phone? I have Was a little like stand. You know that little stand I sometimes bring here? It's like a stand charger. Mm-hmm. Like a little port. I just sit it on this my nightstand. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was too juicy I though. One of those. Yeah. I mean that can happen. Okay, so um how was your weekend? How was the, uh, I keep wanting to say baby shower. It's not a baby it's shower. Not. Bridal shower. It was a bridal shower. I missed the whole entire bridal shower that I Damn. helped plan. Uh, thanks to Hurricane Dorian, what's the name? Mm-hmm. Which I still don't understand why it affected my flight because the weather was clear skies in Dallas and in Atlanta. And I was on the very first flight, 6 a.m., was at my friend Hannah's birthday dinner. And then I got a text from American Airlines your flight's canceled and there is no option for you. And then I tried to call and they had this whole like recording of they weren't even, they were the ultimate fuckboy this weekend. They were like, we're not even, answer, we're not even taking phone calls because the volume of calls is too much and we're not going to deal with our problems that we've called you, caused you. So I missed, I ended up getting to Texas, but I got there in the evening and missed the shower, which I was really sad. I was crying in the airport and, um, Got there, got to catch up with my sister after the fact. And some of the people came over to the house that were at the wedding shower. Uh-huh. And they just kind of like briefed me on what Where I had to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> it was at um this golf club called, oh. it was in Fort Worth. I can't remember the name of it. I wouldn't know. Yeah. The golf club, okay. It was super cute. Did super you feel cute. like a sugar mama since you missed it? I did. It? <laughs> I felt like a sugar mama that don't need to be sugaring nobody. <laughs> But it was cool. I like. I always love going back to Dallas, seeing my family, and um, all that good stuff. Well, this weekend I had um, a nice, relaxing weekend for the most part. I hurt my back again, mm-hmm. like an old fucking lady. Um, I also went on a podcast called Unapolog- "Unapologetically Unfiltered: Battle of the Sexes." Who wow. Was words? Um, yeah, uh, so I went on there yesterday. That episode will be out on Monday, this coming Monday, when you guys hear this. Um, it was really interesting. We talked about lying. Lying in mm-hmm. relationships or just in general? 
Um, between men and women. Mm. So, like, the question was, do men like to be lied to and do women like to be lied to? Or do we both prefer the unfiltered raw truth? The examples were mainly in sex and dating, not like friendships or family or anything like that. So it was an interesting conversation. The show is hosted by a guy and a girl. Mm -hmm. So then I was there. So I was glad I could help the girl out to have a person for her. And the dude, it it was funny. Um, I'm anxious to hear how it'll sound like once they edit it and everything. But it was cool. Um, What else did I do? I cooked. What you doing? I slept. Okay, so Sunday was no Monday. We did a seafood boil, Mm. and then Saturday we did regular barbecue stuff: chicken, um, ribs, steak. Uh. Couple different kinds of steak. It was really good. Um, and then Friday I slept. I'm pretty sure that's what I did. I can't really remember what happened Friday. I watched a lot of TV and I just enjoyed laying on the couch. And then like Monday I had to lay on the couch after. I hurt my back. Don't you love getting some good old fashioned rest? Yes, it's so it's rare like, nowadays. When you work all the time and it's like you always are going, going, going. And then there was so much stuff going on in the city this weekend, and people were hitting me up like, "Oh, come here, come here, come here." Even Sunday, I had every intention. One of my friends just opened up um, a hookah place. It's called the Tea Room ATL. Um, Y'all should check it out. But I didn't make it. I was going to go, but I was playing video games with Walker and Sean. We Mm. were playing Guitar Hero, Band Hero, one of those games where you play the little instruments, you know what I'm talking about? That quality time. Yeah. And then before I knew it, three hours had passed. And I was like, well, oh, well. Then um, this guy was trying to take me on a date. But I was trying to figure out, like, how many more ways can I say no? Did you say just no? Yes. Why don't you want to go on a date with him? Because I'm not interested and I didn't want to waste his time. Uh, like I, um, his breast smells sour when I met him. That, like we've done work together mm-hmm. and that's how we know each other. But it's like he's trying to hop out of that work relationship into something personal. And I said no from the beginning, like flat no. It's like, oh, well, I can take you to do this, this, and this. I'm not interested in any of that shit. I don't know how many more ways I can say no because I'm trying not to be bitchy. But that's what's going to That's how you happen. know when a woman really is not interested when you, when when they do actually do all the things that you want them to do. And you're like, I don't want to go. Because I don't want to go with you. <laughs> Can I go by myself? Now, if I can go by myself, I will gladly accept. But you're trying to take me to have these experiences. And that's cute. But from the beginning, I told you, no, don't waste your time with me. Go find somebody else who will appreciate it. Because I'm not about to be responsible for turning you into a bitter man because you say that you did all of these wonderful things. And then... That's very honest. Yeah, I went on a, I won't call it a date, but I went and hung out with this guy. I'm going to ask you what you think about these types of situations later, but I went and hung out with this guy who I used to date. Mm -hmm. I met him here, but we dated when I was living in D.C. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about that later, and I have a whole story about what happened. I'm excited. I had some sex. I had some great sex this weekend. (laughs) Good God. Um, I had a full weekend. Mostly sleep, which is mm-hmm. what I really wanted. Like, to me, barbecue and la- Labor Day, sleep, barbecue, it all goes together. So, listen, while I was in Dallas, I went to go view the Quixotic World Theater, which is where we're having our um, live show on September 21st. And it is so cute, Kiki. Definitely felt like I stepped into Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. I met the ladies of Petty Podcast, um, mm-hmm. Petty Party Podcast, and I met two of them. And it mm-hmm. was so, they were really dope. They were like, this is so cool. They went and toured it with 
with me. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to do a recording, but they kept pushing the time back. And I was like, <laughs> we going to just reschedule it. But they were super dope. And I'm really excited about the live shows. I am too. It's next week, the first one. I'm like, it's next week. I still don't know what I'm wearing. Thank, thank you to you. I have a makeup appointment. Oh yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Good God. I booked, uh, I double booked makeup appointments a long time ago because I was like, somebody's going to need a last minute appointment and one of these doesn't require a deposit. I'm just going to save them. I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did too because I just really didn't know. People were sending way too many options. Way too many options. And I was like, I just don't know. And then I just forgot. And then I was like, I'm going to be looking ugly at the live show. (laughs) (laughs) My face. Um, Okay, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, I can't remember. I guess I'll just bring it up later if I think about it. My AirPods were stolen out of uh, Sky House Dallas. And I... What do you mean? Like Somebody somebody actually went into my bag and took them out. We like packed what a little, fuck? and that's so. That is like to me one of my least favorite criminals. Not that I have favorite criminals, but that is the least favorite one. A thief, like you really went a into my belongings and took my earpods. You didn't steal from Apple. You stole from a person. From a person, like, and that was a gift. Wasn't it was a it? gift, and not only that, they were dirty. You know how they get dirty? My ear wax is all in there. You're just going to take them and connect them to your old booty ass iPhone and be walking around with Dean's AirPods. That's what they're labeled as. I am just so that really like I had a great weekend in Dallas and then that shit just made me mad. And they got stolen last night. We had a great night at the pool. We grilled. And by the time mm, we did some vegan Beyond Meat sausages, which were really good. I tried to get uh, Bay to try some. He was like, stop fucking asking me to try them. We also did steak, (laughs) lamb chops. And he did some pork sausage and then we did sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and some broccoli. It was really good. Girl, we were up at the top of the rooftop. He, I love dating older men. He literally brought a tablecloth. <laughs> like a picnic tablecloth or a regular no, one? An actual tablecloth. And like, he was like, let's put the tablecloth over the, you know, we're at the pool. You know, at the pool, have there's tables. People were really looking like yeah. they're really setting, they're Our really table. setting the table. We set the table. And at first I was looking like, and I was like, well, it's cute. It was a cute little setup. We put some little flowers out there, set the table with real silverware, some glasses, <laughs> condiments. Oh, Everything God. was really good. And then we went downstairs and I was looking for my AirPods and I was like, oh, there, someone actually took them. Someone actually took my shit. Did they take the case too? Took the case too. Well, at least they took the case. It's not like they went. I feel like that would be more disrespectful if you took <gasps> just the AirPods. So you see your case, you feel confident. Oh, they're just charging. And then you get back later and see, oh, nothing is charging. That nigga's got me. You could have just bought your AirPods again instead of the whole thing. That really sucks. Oh, you can like buy them separately, like just the little pods? Yeah, if you've already bought them and you lose your air, like if you lose one, you can Mm -hmm. just go buy another one. Oh, I didn't. You don't have to buy the whole $180 or whatever it costs. You don't have to buy that again. Or if you lose the case, you can buy that. But I was really upset. And then some of my friends were like, well, do you, that can be a birthday gift. I didn't want that to be one of my birthday gifts. I had had other other things. (laughs) God damn. Anyways, if you guys have not bought your tickets to the Houston show, make sure you get them now. Cocktailspod.eventbrite.com and um, Dallas people stop hitting me up. All you can do is look out on the Internet to see if somebody maybe can't make it and they're going to be nice enough to sell you their tickets or maybe give you their tickets. And if that doesn't happen, just pull up at the after party. 
when and we say we're attacked. you just have to buy tickets when we tell you that they go on sale. Stop sleeping on us, bruh. Stop okay. sleeping on us. Y'all be like, oh, the tickets really shut up. Yes! You know what? I was talking to a lot of people, and I've noticed that a lot of shows, not that anything is wrong with it, but a lot of places do them, like, at restaurants and bars and, like, other venues where it's, like, you sell tickets, but if you don't buy a ticket, you can still come. That's uh, not what's happening. Just, just to be clear. So this is like your last couple of days to figure out what the fuck you're doing. And Houston about um, to be elite. <laughs> yeah, it really is because we got some stuff to do. Rain or shine. <laughs> I'm buying, I'm, I am bought all this hair. That's another thing. So I went to have my consultation. I, you know, I've been shopping for a new hairstylist after uh, my debacle with what's his name. Mm-hmm. She was like, these bundles are kind of thin. And I'm looking like, bitch, this is where you used to work. I bought them from there. So she's like, well, you can buy them from here. And I'm like, I just, I'm not buying all, I don't know what the fuck people think. I'm not buying all these bundles of hair. Bitch, bundles are pricey. Clip-ins. I got four bundles and she's like, they are kind of thin. So like, I might have to cut them. Are you okay with it being shorter? No, I bought them long for a reason. Those bitches about to be clip-ins. I'm about to be having a clip-in party myself. You said you was making <laughs> clip-ins with Britney the other day, right? Showed it. And you know I don't have a problem doing it myself, okay? Because I went and got a silk press on Saturday and I took my ass home and put my own clip-ins in. <laughs> she was talking about it was it was gonna be like twice the price for her to put the clip-ins for me. I can do it. What? Bitch, I got hairspray, a flat iron, a wand, a comb. I can do it. Bitch and the YouTube. I didn't even so, think I could do it. And a bitch like me did it who don't know how to do hair. A bitch I can figure it out. Okay. <sighs> so anyway, that's that on that. Um can't wait to see you guys next week and the week after. It'll be fun and I guess that's it. Um, so weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah, a man is absolutely not a necessity. Or did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So this came from a listener. Um, this was on Reddit. So now, while I don't know if this is a true story or not, I'm telling you guys it came from Reddit. I'm not, uh, that's where it came from, but it sounds like something that could be real. And I just thought it was crazy. And I'm really anxious to hear what you have to say about it. Okay. Okay. So it's two parts. First part says, um, this girl is 22. And her fiancé is 25. So she says, my fiancé wants his father to check my hymen tomorrow night before I get married. Exactly. Okay. My fiancé proposed to me about eight months ago. We decided on having a relatively small wedding, which is in two days. Everything was good. Everything was going great. He seemed absolutely perfect, and we were very much in love. I'm a virgin, and so is he. He wanted to save it for marriage, and I wasn't fussed, so I agreed to saving it. He has told me earlier that in his family, the father checks the virginity of the bride the night before the wedding. I laugh this off as it seriously sounds like a massive joke. No. Turns out he was dead serious. He wants me the night before to open my legs up in a small ceremony type thing so his dad can check me while him, his brothers, and uncles can watch so that they know I am still pure. 
I told him, fat chance, I'm going to do that. And he was begging me to go through with it and how important it is for him. He said he knew it was slightly embarrassing for me, but his mom did it. mm -hmm, His mom did it. And um, it will prove how much I love him and that I have nothing to hide. Anyway, as I'm still a virgin, I left and he was crying. It was very dramatic, to be honest. I want to call off the whole wedding because of this and never talk to him again. But at the same time, it's only one thing. And other than that, we are genuinely perfect for each other. And I don't want to spend my life with anyone else. And it's very important to him and his family. What the frick frack do I do? Girl, you super saved. Okay. What the frick frack do I do? I'm currently at my friend's house and I might stay here for the night. Tomorrow would be our last day as an unmarried couple and I am straight up panicking. So part two says, first of all, thank you so much for all the replies. I didn't think this would get so big. I've read pretty much all of them. Special shout out and goes to the person who says this was fake solely on the fact that I write like a man. Whatever that means. <clears throat> also, for all blah, 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 blah. Okay, I went and talked to him this morning. I told him that his father is not going to look at me and he needs to respect that. He was adamant that it needs to happen and accused me about lying about my virginity. I was uh, trying to be calm and rational but he was not having it and just became more and more angry i told him if he really loved me he would stand by me on this and tell his father no to which he slapped me and said he didn't need to prove anything so i ended it and left him i'm currently back at my friend's house being miserable and eating pizza which is pretty fun so thanks everyone what the fuck i cannot imagine having to go through something like that where somebody's checking my virginity I just have so many questions like first of all why didn't you say that before you proposed to me to me if that's like a oh he did she said said that he told her about this a long time ago but she thought it was a joke because it sounded so crazy like you're joking like your dad and your uncles and your brothers are not about to sit around and look at somebody's pussy basically and why is it only the men that's the other part that makes it it's already weird, but like, why is it just the men? If we're gonna, I don't gonna, like it. I don't like that's one horrible. Bit. That's horrible. It sounds like they were gonna maybe possibly gang rape you, or just uh, like the fact that after it was all said and done, <clears throat> and then that and nigga went upside your head. Yeah, like I think that was just a sign that they're not gonna respect what you have to say, how you feel about anything. It's it's all about the men and how they feel about things. I'm glad that you stood your ground. And said no, even though he slapped you. But you're all right. You eating pizza and shit, you good. You got a friend um, who you can lean on. I can't believe that. I don't know what I would do if somebody seriously said that to me. Honestly, I would think it was a joke too at first until he got serious. And I'd be like, is this Handmaid's Tale? What the fuck is going on? I just started watching that show. You did? Fucking crazy. I told you to watch it. It's good. Oh my gosh. You started at the very beginning? Started at the very beginning. I'm on season one, episode three. Good oh, God. Oh, so much happened. That definitely like sounds like an ep- something Doesn't that happened it? in Handmaid's Tale. If y'all haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale, it's on Hulu. You have got to watch it. It's so crazy. The crazy thing is, like, when I was watching that show, I was like, the world is so big and there are so many people that are out here doing crazy things. Somewhere, somehow, somebody's doing some shit like that. Somebody really I has. I mean, that is known that there are certain cultures that are practicing those sorts of things. And, like, you have these women who come in and they're just supposed to make babies 
and they don't have voices. There's so many countries where the women don't have voices, period. And it's just crazy. Some of the stuff, like, on a small scale, it's like, see, as they try and take away these rights for women to make decisions for themselves, and they take away certain laws and protections that we have, it's like, this is what we're going towards. This is where we're headed. It's about to be fucking Gilead out here. I I would get killed, though, if we somehow made... We're going to be off Joseph and off Fred. Those are some fucking ugly names, too. Walking around... Like what? Walking around, my eye would be cut out. They cut the like girl's eye. Girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know I would be rebellious. I'd be like, what? My ass is gonna be on the wall. I'd probably be a Martha. I'm being there having to cook like a slave. Mm, mm, mm. Feet hurt. I'm funky. <laughs> I just want to put on some foundation. I want my eyebrows remicrobladed, and I can't. <laughs> and I'd be sad. And then I gotta lay there. Imagine if I was one of the handmaids. I gotta lay there while you and your husband rape me, basically. Horrible. I was like, this is really happening. I can't wait to see. I know I'm a late bloomer with this show, but I can't wait to see what happens. It's good, girl. You need to watch that and watch Harlots. Do you watch Harlots? No. Is that on Hulu, Netflix? Mm-hmm. or It's okay. on Hulu. It's um, it's about Harlots, prostitutes. Um, it's set way back, though. Like, Handmaid's Tale looks like it's old, but it's now mm-hmm. and in the future. Harlots is old. But they're all prostitutes living in like London or somewhere oh, like that. I gotta watch because I love prostitutes. It's yeah, it's good. It's really interesting. Okay, so anyway, that's it for weird sex. Thank you guys so much because y'all have been sending in a lot of stories. A lot of them are the same, but thank you because it's hard finding them. And when y'all send stuff in, it's so helpful. So keep sending them to me, and um, maybe I'll read yours on the show if I don't find something better. Um, okay, so I put down a bunch of different topics. I know we didn't really talk about what we were going to talk about this week. Um, I was really enjoying the holiday. I was really wholeheartedly TBH. enjoying the holiday. I was like, Labor Day, bitch, I'm free of labor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't free of labor, but I was just enjoying laying there and soaking up TV. I love TV. Okay, so anyway, let me tell you about this guy that I went out with. So, um... Remember when you and I went to Whiskey Mistress recently Mm -hmm. and then I told you, oh, that's the guy that I used to date. He was kind of short. He was kind of thick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I met him a long, like literally 10 years ago when I was still in school in D.C. and I was coming here to visit. And um, your friend, Ashley, I think it is that we were there Mm -hmm. with. Okay, so she knew this other guy, Liddell. So Liddell and this guy are cousins. Liddell. Yeah. I didn't know they were cousins, but it really doesn't matter. So anyway, Liddell is telling me how he's such a great guy. He's like this good guy. He wants to come on the show and all this other stuff. So I was like, well, what are you going to talk about and what makes you a good guy? That's what I was over there talking to him about. Long story short, I'm talking to my friend Brandon and... um, Brandon said he wanted to take me on a date. I said, well, are you still a liar? Because, like, if you're still a liar, we can go on a date, but I'm just going to eat. Mm -hmm. That's it. So he was like, no, I don't lie. But I was like, you're still full of shit, but we can go and I'm gonna run the tab up, whatever. And so that day I did, I forgot I did this, but I had got on Instagram live and I was talking to the people on my live about it. And so Lydell was in there listening. So when Lydell left, Lydell, he decided to call Brandon and be like, that girl you were talking to at the place, don't fuck with her. And so he was like, what you mean? I've known her for like 10 plus years. Why are you telling me don't fuck with her? He was like, she had got on her Instagram live and she was talking about how 
she, you said you were going to take her out and she was just going to run your tab up and she had like negative things to say. But I said all of this to his face. Mm-hmm. And so um, he told him all of that. And he was like, well, she got this podcast. I don't know if you know, but I don't know if she told you about it. I saw her talking to you. But this podcast is probably just for entertainment. So he and I went and hung out on Friday um, after I got off work. I got off early. So we hung out for a little while. And you and talk- Lydell. No, me and Brandon, the guy I originally knew. Mm-hmm. So me and Brandon are talking. I told him I would clear <clears> this up because he was feeling some type of way. I said, ain't nobody worried about you. But okay. So Brandon and I are talking. And I was like, Brandon, like, you talking about when we go hang out again and all this other stuff, but you're still like a liar. You're still telling me lies. And the whole reason we stopped talking was because you were lying. You had a girlfriend in Atlanta and you thought that when I got here, I wouldn't know that you had a fucking girlfriend in Atlanta in Atlanta. And he was like, I didn't have a girlfriend. He's going back and forth. I said, Yes, you did. I wish I could remember that girl's name, but I can't. She had a big head, she was light skinned, she had braces, and her teeth were very spacey out mm-hmm. so i distinctly remember her like if i saw a picture of her if i saw her in real life i would recognize her so he was like i didn't have a girlfriend real. he's going back and forth with me so we're having this whole conversation we're talking about like what's what's happened since the last time we've seen each other because it's been a long time since we've even seen each other so then he was like okay i'm gonna be honest so this is how i feel about relationships and like you know i wasn't with that girl but i know who you're talking about he ended up having a baby with her ass and you really sitting here debating exactly. with me Niggas. So whether you wanted to call her your girlfriend or not, you know, we both know that we're talking about a specific person. I just don't know her name. And you're sitting here trying to make me sound like I'm fucking crazy when I know what the real deal is. And then I was like, and then another thing, your ass went missing for like damn near a month. I thought something had really happened to you. I was concerned. I'm calling hospitals and jails because I don't know where the fuck you are because I felt like we had a good thing going. Our communication is great. And then you disappear. Naturally, I'm not going to think that you're just a fucked up individual. I'm going to think that something may have really happened to you. And maybe you're a fucked up individual, you know? And so I was like, so what really happened? Tell me the truth. So then he tells me what really happened. I said, okay, this makes sense. I said, now let me ask you another thing. I know I'm, um, I can be a little green. Um, I know that like, I'm not like the hood bitches that you really like, but I never thought that like you could afford the life that you used to live (laughs) with the job that you were telling me about. I knew you had some other shit going on, but I wasn't going to ask you about it. Was I going to be an accomplice? Hell the fuck no, bitch. I was in college. Hey, I was at Howard living my best life. And this was like fun, but it wasn't like I thought we was going to get married and like build this life together. Right. But it was fun for right then. You I'm not going to ask you all of these questions. It was just going to last until it lasted. But then you trying to act like you have this super straight and narrow life and it was just a mess. So anyway, we're talking about this. He's giving me all these confessions and telling me all of this stuff that some of it I halfway knew. And then some of it he was giving me answers. And then he was like, OK, so since we're being honest, can you be honest? I said, yeah, I can. What's up? What do you want to know? So he asked me about what Lydell told him about. Lydell, that name. <laughs> I know, right? What Lydell told him about the night at Whiskey Mistress. And he was like, okay, so when I left, I said bye to him. He called me later. I said, oh, and he told you that I got on Instagram Live and I was saying how I was going to run the tab up if you were still a liar. He was like, oh, well, yeah. I said, what am I lying to you about it for? The man was standing right next to me. I'm going to sit here and pretend like I didn't say it when it was on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's dumb as fuck. Like, no. But was Lydell being like a hater? I don't know what Lydell was doing. Lydell, I asked him. 
because he hopped on live another day and was like, oh, he hopped on while I was telling the story. And I was like, yeah, I just left with Brandon. And he was telling me about how you called him and said all this stuff. Why did you say that? But then you still hit me up. So about let's hang out. Let's go do X, Y, and Z. You want to come on the show, all this stuff. Like, what? And so he was like, well, you know, that's my cousin. So I couldn't just have him out here back. I said, I mean, Brandon Sir. knows what it is. Like, Brandon and I have an understanding. We have known each other for a long time, like he told you. I absolutely had every intention to go to the restaurant, run the t- If you're going to lie to me and you just want to be out with me and hang out, well, I can just go out with you and hang out. And it's not like I told you, oh my gosh, Brandon, I miss you. I love you. Let's And you were being sneaky tonight. about it. You're like, nigga, you know who the fuck I am. You I'm running tabs. Okay. Can we get another bottle? And what's the problem? And then we didn't even go. Niggas. So, like, I don't know. But um, today I was talking to people on Instagram. Now, this was the question I wanted to ask you. What do you think about when you reconnect with someone that you dated in the past and it's like 10 plus years later? Do you ever reconsider, if nothing really bad happened in the past, have you ever found yourself like reconsidering dating that person or are you always like mm, an ex is, is an ex is an ex i'm definitely not like mm, an ex is an ex is an ex i i probably should be like that um one thing my aunt peachy always told me and my sister when we were younger and always getting our heart broken every other week <laughs> starting from pre-k she literally would be like no matter what they always come back and that has always proven to be right and nine times out of ten you're gonna be over them even if you do try to circle around and revisit it um, but with my experiences with an actual ex coming back, both of them, I did take them back and it just wasn't the same. Like, cause I feel like you have to look at it like this, like t- 10 years, even if it's like five years, sometimes even if it's like three years, y'all just aren't the same people. When Skylar and I broke well, that up. That was and, a good thing that I was thinking. Yeah. Like, okay, if, if it was, if it didn't work out before and then it's like a decade later, maybe you have grown into other people that are more compatible. Not that See, it's worse. In my experience, it's been like we've grown into these two different people and not that one person's bad and, and one person's good, or but it just doesn't work because well, you're going into it thinking I mean you're thinking about who that person was when y'all were together and so you might have some of the you might go into the same routine I don't it for me it doesn't work I might still give you that chance if you didn't fuck up that well Skylar fucked up all the way and I still gave him another chance um but I've for me it doesn't work it just Uh it just puts me in this mind frame of back then and Uh I can't really get past it I will give you that chance but I don't know I don't think I've ever really given somebody a real chance no so you're instantly like, no, nigga, you are not instantly, me. but it's like, I mean, we can hang out like as friends, but like I might know that you're trying to do something more, but I'm just like, because I'm not over whatever it was, mm-hmm. even if, even if I, I won't say that, even if I am over it, it's like I didn't forget, and that's that still part. like in my mind. It's like I don't know that I can trust that you have really changed. I've yet to meet someone who has done me wrong in the past and then I'll reconnect with them later and then it's like, I really feel like you made like a real change to do better. Usually when I let them back in and I be acting like they changed, it's just, I'm drunk. Or it might even be some <laughs> shit where like, not only like, are you like, did you change, but it's like, now am I gonna try to get back at you? And now we're in this whole like toxic oh, thing all well, over no. again. I don't do that part. There's but just... that would probably be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't done that part because I I know I will get too weak 
And I wouldn't be able to carry out the mission of like trying to get you back. Oh, I'm really? gonna end up getting in my feelings and being sad, and I'm gonna be hurt again. It's like, damn, bitch, yeah. you couldn't even carry out the mission. No, you know, taking your ex back. It's. I think it brings a lot of hurt, unnecessary hurt, back into your life. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are an ex for a reason. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, if y'all want to try it, try because a bitch did try it. I've tried. I try it all the time. Can bring your ass back. Some people it might work. Who knows? Just. I always make raggedy decisions anyway. I'm not. The, I'm not the one. My sister and her now fiance they did break up. Mm-hmm. For, I want to say for like a year. If oh, it was wow. that, and they're now getting married. Yeah, so it can work for some people. Some. You know what? I don't know what's going on in the stars. These aren't exes. These are just niggas I fucked before. But <laughs> and they were just like gone. But I just feel like all of these people are trying to come back into my life, and I don't know why. Or for what? But I'm like... So if it's just a sex thing, will you let them come back? Maybe. I mean, I really don't be closing the door. You know that. Uh, Like, it's only when I'm truly over it can I really close the door. Mm -hmm. And I usually don't be truly over it for a long time. It takes me a long time to get over anything. I be holding grudges. I be having these feelings, holding on to them. It's just really complex. You, I will go and talk a whole cash shit about the nigga, and then that nigga and over. I'm it. calling him. What? Like, do you know how many times I took Clarence Brown Jr. back? No. So many goddamn times, I look like a motherfucking fool. Yeah, I've definitely looked like a fool. Like, um, on most occasions, most, <laughs> literally most. But you know, whatever. That's why we're here talking about shit. Um, okay. So if it was a sex thing and they want to just have sex again, okay. Yeah, I think I can do that. Maybe if the sex was good. Now, if it wasn't good. Nigga, where are you going? You not coming what's here. What's the point? Okay, so another guy um, that I had sex with. I've only had sex with him like twice. Maybe three times, but I'm pretty sure it's just twice. Was it good? Mm-hmm. The first time I didn't remember. I told the story on the show before. First time I didn't really remember. The second time I did remember it and it was good. So recently he hit me up and he was like, you know, you're just so hard to like catch up with and blah, blah, blah. I'm like. Yeah, Nick, because I'm not on your dick like other people are. And so you actually have to hit me up and maybe that's what's hard. But if you can't do that, I'm good. And I can be real strong when it's just sex. But once feelings get involved, that's different. So luckily with this guy, it's just sex. So he's like, I want to take you to lunch. Okay, we can go to lunch. Um, I don't know when. I'm busy. I don't know. I'll be having lunch plans already. And a lot of times I'm taking naps during my lunch break. So there's that. <laughs> so anyway, and you, you know, I only work seven hours a day. It's not that strenuous. So anyway, he was like, um, well, your job isn't that far from my house. I can just pick up some food. See, now you're trying pick to Pick up some food and bring it to you and, and y'all going to eat no, the... No, pick up some food, go to his house and I just meet him at his house. That's not going to lunch. But it's not. Now I'm just not responding. And he's like, well, what happened to you? No, nigga, what happened to taking me to lunch? I don't want to get takeout. I can call Uber Eats for my job. like, And I never said I wanted to fuck you again. Whether it was good or not is irrelevant. If you say you want to take me to lunch, take me to lunch. If you just want some pussy, then you should catch me on the late night when I'm drunk. Not in the middle of the day. I don't want to be bothered in the middle of the day. You think I want to go and fuck you on my lunch break and fuck on my hair? And you should also just be honest. Like, that's everybody. If you just want to fuck, you'll get further with being honest. Yeah. Don't tell me you're going to take me to lunch. Now I'm thinking about all the lunch places that we're about to go to. And yeah. you really just want to go pick up some to-go food and we not even eat it for real and just fuck me right you just want me to take that with me on my way back and i could do that on another day i don't want to do that today yeah like that's not 
I'd rather do it at nighttime because I want to take a nap because your bed's comfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, your shower. I don't want to do it in the middle of the day. And then I got to go back to work. Like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand it either. And what I really need these young men to know, and not even young men, because I don't these think These niggas be old. Yeah, these niggas it? be old. That shit does... I feel like when majority of women, when they reach a certain age, that shit is just not going to fly no more. You got to, like, step it up. If you even if you are just trying to fuck, if you're trying to get that good, it's okay if you're just trying to fuck. It's okay. Don't lie. Don't lead bitches on. That's how your house gets burned down at four a.m. Exactly. <laughs> the hell was that? But that is how your house gets burned down. That's how. That's how people end up acting crazy. All the bad things happen with that. When you let somebody know what it is from the beginning, and you don't Clarity. try to step outside of your lane, and you stay in your lane. And she stays in hers. Then we all Ain't just no already know what's all up. All you do is bust a nut and go home. What's wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. But that's why I have to make sure before I leave the house every morning that I charge my vibrators because I don't have time for that shit. I need to start doing that shit. Do you, you forget to charge them? I'll be forgetting. Um, but that Travel Pro, that is called. Mm-hmm. It's like purple and white. Purple and white. It that stays pretty charged. It does. For That's a very long time. That one has a good battery. <laughs> that on has it. a good battery life on that little bitch. It's I like, like if you leave it charged for one work day, it might last you the week Girl! because it's gonna get you there in a few seconds. A few seconds. You don't even gotta pull up no porn. You don't. I was sitting there reminiscing about the last nigga I had sex with, and usually that doesn't do it for me, but it did, and I was like, what? I mean, it was good, but it wasn't that damn good. <laughs> like, I actually had a few pointers and some changes I would like to make on the next go round because uh, that was cool, but it wasn't, it, it could have been better, you know? Yeah. What if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps or workouts or calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus, you can add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. And it's like a workout bestie all in one place. If that's what you're looking for, Noom is your answer. I know that I'm constantly telling you guys about what's going on with me trying different diets and trying different workout plans, going to the gym, not going to the gym, trying different apps, trying different websites and all of these different things and things just aren't working. Part of it is like trying to figure out the habits and trying to figure out what's going to work best for my body style because what works for me may not work for the next person. And that's the beauty of Noom. So when you go on Noom, you enter in all the details about what your goals are, what you're trying to do. It's not a weight loss app. It's not a diet app. It's not a calorie tracker app. It's really just to help you develop and keep track of whatever your goals are as far as maintaining your health, losing weight. You don't have to lose weight to do it. You can maintain your same weight, but if you just want to make sure that you're making healthier choices or getting in the habit of being more active, whatever the case may be, Noom will help you do that. You have a community of people who you can message and talk to and make sure that you're all keeping each other motivated. You also get a goal specialist. Now, if you're anything like me, I don't like to be micromanaged. I don't want somebody who's like, oh my gosh, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it every five minutes. Like calm down. It's not that deep. 
I prefer somebody who will just make sure that check in every now and then make sure that I am staying on track or if I'm having issues like what are the issues is there anything I can do to help that sort of thing and Noom allows you to even personalize what type of personality your goal specialist has and the goal specialist is not a computer it's not a robot it's an actual person on the other end of the phone who's there to help you and keep you motivated along the way. I want to feel more confident in the things that I wear. I want to make sure that I'm constantly choosing healthy things and not just doing it for five days. And then on the sixth day, I'm binging on sweets and stuff because I just went cold turkey and deprived myself of all the things that I want. I want to make healthier decisions every day. I want to be more active and I want to make sure that I'm going to be around for a lot longer. They say Noom is based on a cognitive behavioral approach. And I just say it works like keeping track of my habits and looking and seeing like this is where it's at this time that I'm messing up or, you know, whatever's going on with me has been so helpful. And I really enjoy Noom. I actually started using Noom before Noom reached out to want to work with us. It's not a diet. It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. And that's what's most important. And we're all human. So if you get off track, there's no shaming. Just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow, which is the best thing for me. You don't have to change it all in one day. Remember that. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash cocktails. C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash cocktails to start your trial today. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash cocktails. The last weight loss program you'll need. Okay, so you've got this reality show coming. I do. Temptation Island season two, October 10th. So I know we've had conversations in private about the show, Mm -hmm. but how are you feeling about people having so much opinion on your life? You know what? I don't know how I feel. Some days I feel like this is going to be great. It's going to be funny. And then some days I feel like, oh, God, am I going to be a meme? Am I, are people going to go in on me mm-hmm. about maybe some of my behaviors? And <laughs> Do you have bad behavior? I think so. The, the, the funny thing is, I think it's interesting how, like, we can all date and talk about how we are with men mm-hmm. in our sex lives and our day we can you can tell me how you are i don't really know how you are like unless i'm not sure there unless you're there or, or you know like there's another side of the story the uh, you're True. the guys that you deal with they might have something else to say like that bitch lying not just kiki i'm saying all of us like mm-hmm. no one really gets to see how you are with whoever it is that you're dating so i feel like it's really going to be interesting to watch myself and some of my maybe erratic behaviors that stem from certain things that happen on the show. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that makes me nervous. Like y'all niggas really about to see what it could be like to date me. Not, not to a T, but like for the most part, I feel like I wear my emotions on my sleeve and, and that is Broadcasted. Do you think that going through that experience, I mean, the show hasn't come out, so you haven't had to deal with everybody else's opinion. You only know what you did. 
and what may be shown, what may not be shown, and it's still like up to them to put the story yeah. together. You know, so then it's like, well, shit, it could just look super fake, and that's not how it happened. You know, <laughs> and you could be looking crazy, and it's like I wasn't really looking crazy; they just made me look crazy. And then you're gonna be on the internet arguing with people. Do you think that going through this show experience has made you want to be more private? Because I know we talked about like social media mm-hmm. and how we feel about sharing like our lives on social media, even talk about stuff on the show. And you were before you were like really open and stuff it's just like this is me i'm gonna put it out there do you think this changed for social media slightly i go i literally teeter-totter back and forth because remember how i used to talk about how like posting booty pictures and like half naked pictures i really wasn't into that because i would be nervous about what people would say and lately i've been feeling really liberated Uh to to show my body and if i want it not even just show my body if it's a picture that i like and i want to post it I'm just gonna post it because I want to post it, and yeah. that feels that that feels good. Because um, it's your damn page. Because it's my damn page, and like I'm feeling myself. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that was an old picture. I was feeling myself then, I'm but it doesn't matter. It's your picture. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, for the show, no. Like I feel like this is what. We, Not for the show, but just from doing the show. Now going forward, going in your regular forward. everyday life. Do you feel like? I don't want to share as much. I want to keep some things so that people don't talk about them. Or do you just feel like nothing's changed? I honestly won't know until the show comes out. I really won't know how I feel because I keep going back and forth with my feelings and mm-hmm. like, oh, what am I going to I really won't know until I see what I'm looking like. I really will not know. And even still, I don't, I don't feel like it's going to put me in a mind frame of like, dang, now I'm not going to put stuff out there because people mm-hmm. are watching. I want people to watch. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, like right now in this moment, just like like from the conversations that we had about what you remember that happened, mm-hmm. like d- has it changed how you feel today? Not from what other people have said, just do you feel different? But you say no. I don't think so. Now the truth will come out when the show comes out. Mm-hmm. And we get on like maybe episode three. <laughs> Make sure y'all watch. I'm going to watch it. I'm anxious to see what it's like. I've never watched Temptation Island because you're on it. I'm going to watch it and we're going to see what it's about. I know a lot of people watch that show. I've heard of it. I know what it is. Yeah. I just never watched it. If y'all don't know what it is, it's a show that is on an island. Four couples come and they're all like at a point in their relationship where they don't really know what they want to do. Maybe someone wants to get married. Maybe someone wants to move in together. All different issues that they might be having. And they separate the couples for a month and put them in a house full of the, the women that are in relationships go in a house full of 12 single sexy men and then their boyfriends go into a house full of 12 single sexy women and they don't get to talk for that whole month. You just get to basically see snippets of what they might or might not be doing and figure out what you want to do in the end with each other. Might leave the island still in your relationship. You might leave alone. You might leave with one of the singles. Who knows? But great experience. And I can't wait until the show comes out. Okay, sorry. I had to um, reset the camera so it wouldn't stop in the middle. Okay, did you have anything that you wanted to bring up? You know, Kiki... I, since we're talking about social media, mm-hmm. lately I have been on this tip. I ran into a social media, an Instagram famous couple. Okay. And I don't know them personally. I kind uh-huh. of know them, but I don't know them personally. Like maybe y'all have mutual friends or something. Mutual friends have okay. hung out in the same crowd before. And it's really interesting to me how Instagram 
you can literally see a picture of someone or watch their stories or follow them and really think that people live these lives that they make seem so happy, which in real life, no one should base it off of Instagram because everybody has their own issues going on. But I think it's interesting how when people get to a certain level of Instagram famous, they even start to buy into it. And you're like, I'm just going to keep up with this story and keep up with this persona that I'm showing to the world. Like we're this happy couple and you're giving relationship advice. And sometimes I feel like people give relationship advice based off of what they're not actually doing. Does that make sense? Like you're sitting here telling women how to have a successful relationship and you don't really have one, Mm -hmm. but it sounds good because no one really knows what's going on. And so lately I've really just been looking at people on social media, like what are you really going through? And are you actually happy? Why I'm saying this is because they have their, their whole thing is about their couple, their relationship. Uh And the dude actively has been trying to talk to one of my friends. And we're just like, we're both looking like, mm. bro, wh- why can't... Do they have an open relationship that's just not public? Now that I don't I'm know. I'm wondering if it's a couple that I know. That, that I don't know. know. I'll ask you later. But go ahead. <laughs> I personally was shocked. And I was just like, mm-hmm. sometimes it just makes me wonder on social media, why can't... And I'm not going to say why can't people. I'm going to say everybody. Why do you think people can't just be honest? Um, I think when you are able, like for this couple, whoever they are, um, I would just imagine that if you have built up a business, an Instagram business off of being the successful couple, I think that they've probably figured out a way to monetize it. And it's more so about the money than being genuine. And they don't look at it as being personal because the whole thing is a business. It's not really about how they really feel. And they don't see it as a diary. They see it as it's an opportunity to make money. Just like even the people who aren't in relationships, the people who are single, like, um, what is this guy's name? I forget his name. I want to say it's Derek Jackson. I could be wrong. Um, who talks about the women. And yes. I actually and he, asked him to come on the show. I remember. And so he says these things and he, a lot of guys <clears throat> feel like negatively towards him. Oh my gosh. They go in on him. But I will say I have now, I don't know him. I don't know his personal life, but all I can do is base everything off what's on the internet because that's all he is to me is an internet person. And it's like, you have this life. That is nothing like what you perpetuate. You tell men how to be these stand-up guys and you take care of your kids and you treat the woman that you're with right, but you don't do that. You try to uplift these women, but you don't do that in your real life. So to me, it's the same thing. Like you've built a business off of it. You've built a business off of other people's pain and suffering and they want to believe in something. It's almost like how some people are able to like find people who are feeling really low, like how there's a ton of churches mm-hmm. in like really poor neighborhoods where people need something to believe in. And not to say that church is all bad, but some churches can be predatory. And it's like, how can you really feel good about telling people to pour all of their time and money and resources into a church when they don't have lights on at home? They don't have water running at home. They're not doing things for themselves. So to sum it up, I just feel like people... Sometimes people use social media not to be personal. They don't care about being personable. On, well, not personable, but they don't care about sharing their personal lives. And it's just, how can but, I turn this into something for profit? Because I'm just in it for the money. I don't care if people think this is real or not. I hope that they do because then they'll buy into it. I don't think that they they think about being real. People don't want to buy into the story of a fucked up relationship. And like when people ask about this show, I try to be very clear, like, 
Medina and I do not try to tell people that we are relationship experts. At all. We're not sex experts. We are two girls who are sharing our own experiences. We invite other people on and we just talk about our experiences of what we're Out here trying to make it in the dating world. We talk about how we fuck up. We talk about the good things that happen. We try to give y'all advice based on our own fuck ups. And we, but one thing that I appreciate about what we do is that we do keep it very honest to ourselves like we're not it's never gotten to the point where now it's like me and Kiki are going to act like we're educators on sex relationships and how to make it work because I'm saying we're not trying to be experts we know that we're not and I feel like a lot of people on Instagram once even Brittany Renner I feel like she has started to turn into like this I don't even is she doing porn now I don't know what she's doing but I'm porn hub she's been hanging out with uh, Tiana Trump she has a lot and I see her it's not porn porn but my girl what's going on she's just looking like a lost girl but go ahead I I just be wanting people to know like uh, I want people to know that I be out here wondering like how all of a sudden did you become an expert on this when you just got followers on Instagram and I'm not hating on nobody if that's how you want to make money you want to prey on people and lie cool but I just don't get it and it makes me wonder like is everybody on Instagram lying do you think that? I don't think that everybody's on Instagram lying, but I also haven't been a person that really buys into these these stories. To me, it kind of falls into like those multi-level marketing schemes where people are, whatever those signs are, you wish you were here. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. that? Those blue banners. and That pyramid to to scam? This, yeah, the pyramid scheme. And people are trying to get you to buy into stuff and those people I don't bitch do you look good how did you do your eyebrows how did you blend your eyeshadow that good those are the girls that I'm following is your outfit cute are you looking good I don't want nobody that's talking too much because I'm not I'm not reading that long like, what are cabbage. you talking about the like, fitness people, people that put all these paragraphs in the caption I'll be like I gotta stop following you because you don't even you're not even certified you're not a real trainer you talk about unless you look good and i just like looking at you i'll still follow you if i like you if i think you look good and that's it but it's like some people just to me they just do too much if you're feeling really inspirational that day sometimes i feel that way and like people send me messages like okay okay i can send a good message this is how i'm feeling today but i don't feel like that every day some days i'm feeling ignorant some days i'm feeling ratchet and i will share those feelings on those days and it's just that i don't i think it sucks that so many people take advantage of people oh my gosh and i also think it sucks that, but that, that people just don't realize that there's stuff outside of instagram i had somebody hit me up and it made it made me mad not let me not say mad but it just made me think like like annoyed and just annoyed i had somebody hit me up and say oh you have like a job job you don't just do the podcast but they said it in a very like demeaning way like oh you have a oh you you have to have a job I have a job nigga I do have a job but that's not something that you should try to make somebody feel bad about it's that type of stuff is just interesting to me that you think that people don't still have like side hustles or because you think see me post voiceovers that I'm a rich bitch no nigga I have a Nissan Sentra and I do take my ass to work every morning like it's just weird to me that people do that based off of like a picture or a fucking boomerang. Yeah, it's and even outside of that, like outside of jobs and stuff, it's just like how people can they can listen to the show and they think they know us. They think they know our relationship. They think they know everything about us. And it's like, you don't fucking know, bitch. We're choosing 
Unless we get too drunk. We're choosing <laughs> what we share and that's it. You're only going to get a piece. We got to maintain something for ourselves, just like everybody on the internet, you know? And it's just like people think that they know so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you really don't know that much. You only know a little bit. And it's like, it amazes me not so much what the people on the internet are doing or saying or what they're trying to portray, but how people think that they know so much and, and that like, you really i was on instagram live and mm-hmm. somebody got on there and i ended up blocking them because i thought it was just negative energy mm-hmm. they're like oh. blocking people a lot too like i'm not I gonna hear that flabbergasted he kept getting in the live and he was like i know you're depressed medina what? and i was like <laughs> at first i just ignored it and then he mm-hmm. kept getting in there like i know you've been depressed i know you're so depressed because you, we haven't seen you on instagram lately and i was like what Maybe you're doing something else. <laughs> I was really like, but I feel like there are so many young minds on social media that if I would have been a young person, you could have maybe really hurt my feelings and made me fall into some type of depression because everything is not perfect in life. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I just, I the more People that we grow, shit is job. getting weird. People will be asking me how much money I make. They're like, how much money do you make from the podcast? How much money do you make at your regular job? How much money do you need to make at the podcast for you to leave your regular job bitch why are you in my pocket do you want to make a donation <laughs> do you want to sponsor okay because um maybe other people are open about talking about how much money they make i've never been that way Me neither. unless we split in bills and i've never had the pleasure of splitting bills with somebody so like unless we're splitting bills what the fuck do you need to know how much money i make for that's not your business mm-hmm. you're lucky if i tell you what i actually do then people think I don't really work. They think I just be sitting at home. I'm like, these tiles aren't the tiles of somebody's home. I mean, yes, I'm on Instagram <laughs> playing all day. But like, what the fuck? I work at a radio station. Everybody's on Instagram all day. My boss is on Instagram. <laughs> he texted me the other day. He screenshotted my page from his computer, mm-hmm. might I add, because he's old and he'd be on Instagram on the computer, not his phone. And he was like, ugly people shouldn't be on Instagram. I <laughs> said... Boy, fuck you. Uh, Don't be a hater all your life. And we just had a fun little back and forth. And I'm just like, see, it's okay. Like, y'all be acting like I have to sneak to be on Instagram. Now, sometimes I do be lying and saying I'm working. Hey. I'm looking at my email, but ain't nothing coming through. I just, I don't know. The internet is weird. I appreciate it for what it is. It has been very beneficial. I've been able to make a lot more money than I probably could have just going to regular work off of people on the internet, which is nice, but... Sometimes I just think people get so caught up so in caught how up. you can really create any personality that you want to if you want to stick with it on the internet. So it's like instead of worrying about what other people are doing and who they're trying to pretend to be, why don't you make up that fairy tale bitch that you want to be bitch yeah. and do it and focus on that and see what you can do with that instead of worrying about everybody else and trying to tell other people how to feel. I can't stand when somebody tells me how I feel or what I'm going through. And you just be looking well, you're like, not me. who are you? Why are you talking to me? Anyway, <laughs> not to like, I just, that was really on my mind heavy today. And I was like, that would annoy me. Yeah. Like people are, I don't like when people come on my page talking to me like about you or anyone else. I'd be like, and then, and then, why are you talking to me about somebody else? No, we're not doing that. Somebody it's like people trying to start comments. mess. I've never, I've actually never had that happen, but 
Somebody came in my comments. Multiple people in on one picture that I posted was like, "Oh, the cougar's out." <laughs> I was like, "The, the cougar. cougar!" First of all, how the fuck old do y'all think I am? Secondly, I don't. He said, "Hide your kids. Don't hide your kids. I hide want your, your dad and your grandpa." That's exactly what I said. I, I'm not a cougar, no matter how old I get. I like old niggas, just so we well, know. So whatever called that's you- called. At least I called you a cougar. Somebody got on my Instagram live and was like, hey, auntie. And I was like, <laughs> so I'm the mammy of the two. <laughs> oh, okay. <gasps> Bitch, fuck you. Oh, hey, auntie. Auntie. <laughs> my nieces are five, nine, and one. I mean, I was like. Not on Instagram. Hey, cougar. Like, do they think we're like in our 40s or 50s? I do not know. Or 10 or 11 or 12. They've got to be in elementary or junior high school. But the thing is, I don't like young niggas. Y'all already know I like them old. I want your daddy, unless you got a young daddy. I want your daddy and I want your granddaddy. Let's be clear. (laughs) (laughs) That little finger point. God, I mean, fuck that. I don't want your little broke ass. Okay, who wants somebody's <laughs> child? Ain't nobody over here trying to take care of nobody. We're trying to get taken care of. Okay, care of. I was offended. I was like, what? I would be too. I was I, deleting comments. You heard me deleting comments? Like, oh, ain't nobody see that. I really delete comments, but then, like, if it's something that I want to delete, sometimes I start getting spicy. <laughs> Usually I let shit slide. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, no, not today, bitch. I done had a bottle of wine. What's up? I'll start typing all fast. I have to get on my computer and type, bitch, so I can really get to it. I can't do it on my phone. <laughs> well, fuck up. <sighs> okay. Did you have another thing? I didn't. Okay. Well, I guess um, on that note, we can move on to Indecisive Diane. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? All right, Diane. So what do you have for us this week for a cute little date idea? Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And I know normally I normally keep you in the buckhead area because, you know, that's where the ballers are. At least you think they are. But listen, there's this new American modern sports bar. It is amazing, ladies. It's a sports bar. So men are there on a regular. Go there. Tell them I sent you. Try it out. What's the address, girl? The address is 790 Glenwood Avenue, Southeast, Atlanta, Georgia, 30316. It's super cute when you're there. You forget you're in Atlanta. The drinks are amazing. The hospitality is amazing. And the food is really good. So go there. Try it out. Tell me how you like it. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. All right, so now we're moving on to advice. It says, well, I don't know if we read this, but we're going to see two women, one heart advice, please. It's from a guy. Okay. What's up, Kiki and Medina? Been a fan for a while now, and if I didn't live in Miami, I would most definitely be up there in ATL trying to shoot my shot with ladies that are just like y'all. Here go my situation. I'm 35. I feel like I know where this letter is going to go, but I'm going to read it. I'm 35, no kids, two jobs, my own place, good credit, and my dick game have women bringing me lunch to my job on my days off. Well, that's dumb. 
Okay. I keep meeting women that are, in all caps, good enough to fuck with, but not good enough to be with. I've been dating two women. Let's call lady number one Sweet Jaws because her head game is crazy. Little mama can suck a dime out of a parking meter. (laughs) Sweet Jaws got a good job but got two kids with two different fathers and the baggage she carries is why I can't be with her. Lady number two, let's call her serenity in all caps. That's why I have to say that because she is peaceful, mature, stable, and she is a five-star freak. Serenity is four years older than me. And she stated that she don't want, any more kids and seeing how I don't have children I don't see myself being with her long term both of these ladies care deeply for me and both have expressed how they want to be serious with me but I don't see myself with any of them long term but I'm not ready to cut them off yet should I cut both of them off or should I continue to date both until I find a woman that is good enough to be with question mark question mark question mark question mark question mark Sincerely, looking for wifey in Miami. P.S. I attach my picture to this email so y'all can see my ugly face. He attached a picture with a bottle of champagne in it. Okay. He's saying he can't find a good woman. He's asking if he should cut them both off because neither of them are the complete package for him, basically. And he feels like he's a catch. He's a good man. That's what he said in the beginning because he is 35, no kids, two jobs, his own place, good credit, and dick game have women bringing me lunch to my job on my days off. LOL. Um, So he wants to know if he should uh, cut both of them off or continue to date both of them until he finds a woman that's good enough. You know, I'm not going to knock you, brother. Do your thing. If you know you're a good catch, obviously the decision that you should make is to let the two women go. And since you're such a great catch, you will be... Get caught. Yeah, you'll be caught by someone else sometimes. Let them go because you know what? Medina's being nice. (laughs) And I'm not with the shits this week, Okay. Um, I don't know where the stars have shifted over to, but I've just been being I'm being serious. I hear you. But this is what I'm going to say. You had all this shit to talk about there. You're 35 with no kids. Okay, and? And two jobs. Okay, and? And good credit. I mean, good credit is something that we all need. Let's not act like you went and saved a bunch of orphans from the rainforest who were going to turn into little warriors and, and and do crazy things to survive. Like, come on. It's not, it's not that there's anything wrong with what you've said about yourself, but... Those women may feel like they're a catch, too. If you don't want a woman who has kids, why the fuck are you fucking with, uh, what you call her? This is true. Serenity. Uh. No, Sweet Jaws is the one with kids. If you think she suck your dick real good and she got a good mouthpiece on her, but you don't want somebody with kids, leave her the fuck alone and stop wasting her time. You're not a good catch in my eyes if you're going to waste these women's time. Now, if you can let them go, then okay, you might be a decent dude. And then the second one, she don't want no more kids and you want kids because you ain't had them yet. Now you might be shooting blanks. So you might not want to put all your eggs in one basket because maybe you can't even have kids. If you feel like you and Serenity got a real thing going, maybe you should uh keep going. But if not, let them go. Let them go. Let just let, let them go. Let sweet y'all suck on something else. Let Serenity be some <laughs> other man's piece. Because obviously 
you the option wasn't let me see where it goes with either one of them it's like should i hold on till i find something better and i already know that's what that nigga gonna do and then you gonna get your windows busted so and you in miami when i lived in miami it was very hard to date um i will say that okay good luck to you brother looking for YG <laughs> in Miami. Maybe you should go to like... Maybe you should move. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one says, Hey, Kiki and Medina. My name is Bianca. I'm 21 and I just moved to Dallas-Fort Worth to the Dallas-Fort Worth area after getting my degree in speech therapy and landing a job that I really wanted. Congrats. I have a beautiful apartment and absolutely love the area. However, I know it's absolutely no one around here and have been without dick for going on four months. This isn't really abnormal for me, but ever since I've started listening to your show, my sexual temptations have been rising and I've been wanting to let my freak flag fly. I know I'm remotely young, remotely young, but I figured my body nor my pussy will be this tight forever. So with that being said, on a trip home, I made the, on a trip home I made this past weekend, I decided I would give my ex slash past fuck buddy a call. This is a great episode to read this on. <laughs> we don't have any past beef. And every time I hit him up, he's always down. So I decided, fuck it. If there's anyone I want to explore more with my sec, more of my sexual Okay, sexuality. Spit in my mouth, baby. Let me play with your ass tendencies. Oh, I get it. It would be him. The plan was to hang out as we typically would, going out for a quaint little date that afternoon and then putting it on him as soon as we got back to his house. But the weather became torrential. As soon as we left his house, God was like, bitch, stop. I had to think quick. I told him to pull over so we could wait for the rain to die down and subtly, sub. Sub subtly, <laughs> subtly, 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 made my way down to that luscious dick of his while he was sitting in the front seat. I sucked his dick the best I have in years, licking his tip gently, going up and down his shaft till he had enough teasing and was ready for me to gobble that dick up. As good as I know my, as good as I know my head was, this boy is a year younger than me and has the stamina of a man on ecstasy and refused to come. The only other option was to just let him fuck. Normally, I don't have a problem with letting his yummy, perfectly shaped dick inside of me. But this time, I was on my period. After doing some research, I found that sex on your period can be safe and actually has some pretty helpful benefits. But I didn't know if he'd be up for it. I mentioned it comically in an attempt to see if he was about that life, I said, I'd let you fuck me, baby, but I'm on my cycle. Nowhere near prepared for his response. He said, the way I'm feeling right now, I'm up for whatever. I said, fuck it. Okay. And we climbed in the backseat and began undressing. He put on a condom and I slipped off my panties. We're kissing. He's playing with my pussy and then slowly slides his dick inside of me. I'm loving how he's feeling inside of me. We're going hard for what had to be good a good 10 minutes until he looks down and notices blood begins to splatter on both of our clothes not wanting him to become disgusted with me and my inconvenient menstrual I say you want to just stop so we don't make a mess hoping he says no because really I want to finish and get mines he just shakes his head yes we get dressed and head back to his house where we just chill and talk for the rest of the night although I'm still pretty much down for anything else I'm now officially discouraged with fucking on my period can y'all give me any advice on how to have period sex in a less in a less nasty more sexy way please help p.s love the show sincerely Bianca 
I mean, honestly, there's no, the only way to make it less messy is still going to be nasty. I feel like as if you're I wouldn't do period sex in a car, Mm-mm. especially if it's like beginning. period. You always have to do it either in the shower or laying on a bed and you just have to go ahead and prepare and lay the towels down. Yeah. Or you just need to take those sheets off. I mean, if for me, maybe a hotel so you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't care if it stains because you don't live there. But definitely not, not the car. Yeah, the car. It's like, they don't want if it gets like all up your back or your clothes or something. And what your you leg, cleaning up with? Like, probably not cleaning up. And and period sex has a smell to it. So I can't imagine like it doing like it pennies. in the car. Yeah. A yeah. lot of coppers going on. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Car sex doesn't have the same appeal that it used to when I was like 18. It, because you just know what's better now. Now, I'm not trying to be twisted up like a pretzel. Like, <laughs> like no, I got to stretch first. I got to prepare. And uh, I didn't have cheerleading practice before I went to fuck my boyfriend today. You know, so like mm-mm. I was twisted up like a pretzel this past weekend. And bitch, I thought I was having a heart attack. I bet. I, fuck that. I didn't know you could get a charley horse in your chest. You can't. Which I thought I was having a <laughs> motherfucking heart attack. <laughs> but yeah, girl, just don't do period car sex. Yeah, you just gonna have to wait. Um, and tell that nigga don't agree to period sex. It's period. Yeah, it seems like an unnecessary headache. But good luck to you. Let us know what happens. Okay, so now it's time for us to move on to the cocktails. So if you have a cocktail that you want to send into the show, make sure you email it to us, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Uh-huh, 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 So do you have a, you said you had some good sex this weekend. Do you have a real cocktail to share or are you going to read one? I am going to read one. Oh. I'm actually going to read one. Um, here we go. The subject line, Bombay and X dick. Let me know if we read this already. Hey, Kiki. Hey, Medina. Girl, she butchered both our names. Ladies, I just want to say that I (laughs) I am absolutely in love with the show. Sad that I couldn't make it to the live show, but I did live vicariously through the people's lives, the people's lives, snaps and through the shows. Um, Y'all showed out like I knew y'all would. Anywho. On to this cocktail. It was a great day at the beginning of the NBA season 2009 and a guy friend and myself decided it would be a great time to take a mini road trip to watch the Charlotte Hornets play the Raptors, eat some great QC cuisine and bar hop for the rest of the evening before heading home the following day. Well, unbeknownst to me, this Niagara... Thought it would be a fucking fantastic idea to pop two blue dolphins while I was in the bathroom getting ready for our night on the city. What's a blue dolphin? I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those, like a Cialis or a Viagra or something. Oh. 
When I came out of the bathroom, he was frantically looking through his duffel for his L's only to tell me he couldn't look he couldn't locate them. I was pissed and cursed him out, telling him I didn't get fine as the fuck to not go out in a whole different city. I grabbed the room key and left him looking like Bozo the Clown with his hand with his hands grabbing his pearls. Fast forward, when I got to the bar at the Epic Center, conveniently located across the street from my room, I looked back and saw this Niagara standing buck-ass naked in the window. I was like, oh, he's really on some fuck shit. I'm so confused. Why is she calling him a Niagara? I don't know. (laughs) I immediately walked straight to the bar, ordered three shots of Bombay and a cup of pineapple juice to follow. Stood around for about 45 minutes to allow the courage to kick in and beelined straight back to the Ritz to see if he knew I'd seen him. Little did he know, I didn't care if he did at this point. When I tell you I made him fuck my mouth with his curved dick in the window for everyone who was walking the street that night to see. Um, for everyone who was rock walking the street that night to see if they just so happened to be stargazing. Then he ate my pussy like a champ as I sat on the oversized chair and he picked me up like I was a rag doll and banged my back out like he was never going to see another woman in his lifetime. Whew, child, let me tell you. Then the man had the audacity to say, and I quote, I'm glad I took that X. My plan worked like a charm. Oh's ecstasy. Baby girl, when I tell you this man had his license sitting in the dresser drawer the entire time and he said he'd been planning to show me what was up from the time I agreed to ride down the mountain with him. Sorry, this was so long, but I had painted the picture for you guys. Signed Bombay Sapphire. I'm a, I'm still a little confused. And that's why I was reading like I don't know how to read because I was trying to see the story and I didn't. But thank you for sending it. Marie, read it again when I get in my bed tonight. <laughs> okay, this one is not deleted, so but the subject line sounds familiar. Let's just see. Hey, ladies, I'm just going to get down to the shits. Okay, so boom. My girl comes in town for the weekend. This is my girl, like my ride or die. Known each other since kids, went to elementary school together, fought bitches together. Oh, college roommates, all of that. So naturally, she wants to go out. And I'm like, okay, bitch, let's do it. So we go out. My little bae had already told me him and his friends were going to be at the spot. So I'm already plotting on him. My girl is trying to find a man for tonight. We put on our bad bitch fit and out to hoe we go. We get (laughs) to the spot and we go straight to the bar. We both have a couple of drinks and some weed. We lit lit. I see my bae. We make eye contact for a bit. Then he goes back with his friends. Y'all on the south side. Okay. (laughs) Once the spot closed, we slide to the next. And this is where shit gets hoe. So we get to the next spot. More drinks. Me and my bae making eyes with each other. So I know I'm fucking him at the end of the night. I know that's fucking right. My girl is getting chatted up by one of his friends. And she ready to fuck as well. We leave the place. I get my car. And bae gets in the driver's seat. I immediately pull his dick out and go to work. I love sucking dick. (laughs) And his always tastes so fucking good. I sucked his dick while he drove across town to his friend's place where my friend was i had no idea where i was i looked up at one time and we were in the woods i don't care though because dick okay so we get to his friend's house and go in me and Bay walked in the room where my friend and his friend were already fucking and i mean fucking fucking i'm looking at my girl like yes bitch fuck him up me and my Bay go at it for a little a little until we switch baby 
When I tell you watch my man eat my friend's pussy and hearing her soft moans turn me on so much, that shit was sexy as fuck and I wanted him so much more in that moment because I know what that mouth does. Meanwhile, I have a thumb in my butt and his friend is fucking the shit out of my pussy from the back. I mean, ass smacking, hair pulling, he was pulling the dick out and then eating my pussy from the back and putting it back in. Woo, Chile. We fucked and fucked until, some, until everybody was satisfied. There were dicks and vaginas slinging and sliding all across that damn room. I woke up with bru- with a bruised, swollen knee. I missed work and my wax appointment. But Bay called me back over to fuck again the next day. And I happily took my ass back over there for round 511. <laughs> Woo! That man has a mouth on him, LOL. Send for my iPhone. I feel like I would love for something like that to happen. Just like everyone just starts fucking. Mm-hmm. I've never been in a situation like that, but I would like it. Yeah, me neither. I was supposed to go to a pool party and... I woke up. I didn't go to the pool party. I was at home, as usual, probably watching my damn shows, talking to people on the internet. This bitch sends me a picture. All I see are three bitches in a bed together, and somebody took a picture, and now I got the picture. I was like, oh, you missed it. And I was like, wait, what the fuck what happened What kind of pool party night? was this? Uh, would you have been down if you would have went there, or would you have been like, I'm going to go home? I would have probably stayed at the pool. Um, I wasn't into all of those girls. Okay. Mm. But if I was drunk, who knows what would have happened? Yes. I've done a lot of things that I don't remember. So it goes down when you're drunk. We know yeah. about that life. <laughs> Chalet, like she said. Yeah. Um. Anyway, make sure you guys get your tickets. Cocktailspod.eventbrite.com. Medina's uh, Temptation Island season is coming up October 10th. October 10th on USA Network. Make sure y'all check your girl out. And then what else? Hmm. Just follow us at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Says So. I'm at Coffee Bean Dean. And until next week, you guys. Goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Wait on the track.